0: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: <laughs> Who's Kicks Brooks? <laughs> I'm still hurting from the last time. I don't know why I just didn't feel like English tonight. Bloom, you can't talk while we're listening to Brooks and Dunn because you're on the same pot. So just shut your mouth and listen to the great music as we get into the podcast. I don't know why, it's just um, feels like one of those nights. Every freaking bowl game is getting canceled. We had like 160 college basketball on. games or something like that being shot down right now. You better, kiss better kiss me. you gonna miss me when I'm, when I'm gone. All right, we'll fade out. You want to watch a great music video? You watch this one right here. It's, <laughs> Bloom. It's just like it's basically just guys riding around on on horseback. And yeah, it's, it's like a, some heartbreak. <laughs> it's great. Is I, that what you I, do? In, <laughs> you do that in clarinda Somebody probably does. I did. <laughs> I wish I was. We, cool. didn't, we didn't do that in the suburbs much. I mean, there are people who do that. Like, I mean, I, I did not have ahead, horses, so. but a lot of my friends did. And like, I mean, I, I once dated a girl. It wasn't anything serious, but like we would, after school, we'd go out and ride horses. Like, I mean, yeah, so I haven't, is, I mean, it's, it, it's a thing you
0: ride horses. I, I haven't ridden, I've ridden three horses in my life. Okay. I'm going to tell you about two
1: of them. Uh, first one, first one, I was 11. You know, you left that one, um, wide open for a suspicion. Yeah, I did. Okay.
0: I did. Uh, first one I was 11. I was in, uh, was it where when I was in Eagle, Colorado, I think for a family vacation. And, and so, my mom's like, Hey, you guys just go on, you know, this hour horseback ride. I'm gonna go shopping. Like, uh-huh. all right, well, I've never ridden a horse in my life. I thought they'd give me like the the starter kit. No, no, no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I get, great. I get on this colt, and the mofo takes off, like takes off. And I am, you know, I am an anxious 11 year old. I, I thought I was, th- that was it. That was going to be it. I didn't ride on a horse again for 20 years. 20 years until after that thing that's scarred okay, me for so life. the second one the second one was on my honeymoon <laughs> whoa whoa down easy well, hey, your, no, wife, no, no, your no, wife is no, beautiful was...
1: don't <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> left that one on the teeth no for real so uh one of the excursions was you could ride a horse
1: yeah I remember and, when crystal was so really I'm, into this yeah
0: <laughs> i'm in the dominican and we get on these poor malnourished horses that look like they were just oh,
1: miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like they want, I was beaten. like, this
0: is really sad. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it at all. So they're like waiting in the water. Did it, and they're meh! kind of Like just, just end it. Just end my life. This is horrible. So what about the third I horse? I think the third one wasn't real memorable. I, I don't remember that one, but uh, those are the those, uh, definitely what, just three total. What like, happened? I, I do not. Some, which is surprising because with my size, I, I would have been a great jockey. But uh, not my
1: not my strength. What happened, Bloom? Some little Philly break your heart? <laughs>
0: that that colt in, uh, in in Eagle, Colorado, when I was eleven. You know what i am referencing takes there, right? I do. Freda Felcher. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah.
1: Thank you, man.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Sorry to take that take that segment and run there, but I no, horses and okay. me don't get along.
1: Yeah. So we are on Zoom. Uh, just. First of all, thanks to Mechdyne, Mechdyne Corporation, for giving us the uh, great partnership and um, celebrating 25 years of partnering with global clients to deliver innovative technology solutions and services. Check them out at Mechdyne.com, the proud title sponsor of the Williams & Bloom podcast. So we were, I was supposed to be in Orlando when we recorded this. I am not in Orlando in um, all serious, we joke about our kids being sick. My two-year-old took a pretty nasty turn on Christmas night. We took her to the ER, and she was admitted, and uh, we are still in the hospital with Elise. So we will hopefully be getting out on Monday, and at that point, I will make a decision about heading to Orlando. Uh, only reason I say this is, man, uh, the wow, the healthcare workers, man, are just unbelievable right now. And you, my wife was the one with her last night and I I don't get too much into it, but like the, you know, on Christmas night and it's just, just all that stuff. And she's fine. It's just like a virus type deal. She was having a hard time breathing, got her in there and they are unbelievable. The people who work with children are all of them. And you've been in healthcare uh, before. Uh, with your time at Des Moines University, but man, like it just so. Thank you to anybody who's out. And you yeah, guys thinking about it because we had this sweetheart nurse, and I, I was there all day today, and um, they don't they don't get Christmas off. You know, it's like <laughs> look at us. Like we we come stammering in there at like seven o'clock last night, and mm-hmm. like there were no options. There's nothing to do. Our kid could hardly breathe, and. Here, you know, these people are just here to help us. And it it was, uh, it kind of turned into a bit of a touching thing. So, um, shout out to everybody there at blank children's hospital, man. That's a, that's a cool place, Bloom. Hopefully you don't need to go there, uh, anybody, but it's a, it's a neat place that we have here in our community. Yeah. Very fortunate. And first of all, thinking about you guys,
0: I know that's not exactly how you want to spend your Christmas evening, but glad,
1: uh, uh, at
0: least is doing, she's doing better. Um, but man, the the healthcare workers and, you know, unfortunately shared a little bit, we spent nine days there with our two year old. Now he's two, when he was born, uh, he was born with pneumonia and, you know, it was very touch and go there for a moment. And when you're dealing with that and those nurses in that situation, you get people at their worst. I was, I mean, I was out of my mind clearly. It's so stressful for parents and you're just trying to find answers, but they're so patient with people. Um, you throw a pandemic and everything else they're dealing with on top of it and yeah oh. they deserve all of our all of our kudos and thanks and man but i'm, I'm glad everything's trending the right way dub. i know we're all thinking about you
1: i appreciate that and i i'll say this too man you know the whole time i was there i didn't meet a single human who didn't have a smile on their face which is just like incredible to me and it you just i also thought next year so my um my daughter cameron it was all her idea and we raised like three grand uh, for Children's Cancer Connection, uh, which is awesome. Uh, we're going to do mm-hmm. a camera. We were supposed to do it uh, today and everything, whatever. We're going to do a big thank you video to everybody who contributed. But we were there. So tonight, we're, you know, Lisa's you know, she's got oxygen. She's got IV, all that not- fun stuff going on and she's a trooper she's starting to feel better but she's tired of being there and this this lady comes in and brings her this like really cool like stuffed animal that's got like Mm. all these little like deals (laughs) but i thought about it and i was like man that's something we should do next year with Cyclone fanatic is raise a bunch of money and buy like a shit ton of toys love it you know, for the kids at blank over the hall. And it, like, it was, it was crazy. Like my daughter, she's not a huge, like toy kid. She's more like, Hey, um, you know, she's race cars. Like she books. She's not like mm-hmm. stuffed animals. Aren't really like her cup of tea, but like it absolutely changed her mood. Like when this lady awesome. gave this to her. And I, I thought that was cool. So I thought, you know, maybe next year we could all uh, come together and do something like yeah. that. I'm all that I still remember. We had, um, there's volunteers at blank
0: in the uh, pediatric intensive care that knitted blankets there oh, yeah, and then and gave them to the, you know, the the patients that were there. I remember Theo s- still has his, it's good memory of what, what he went through when he was born. But man, yeah, those uh, anybody that involved with blank and really any pediatric mm. situation with kids, it's, it's a hard job. You throw kids on top of it. It's even more difficult. I can't even imagine, What's know, what it's like for you guys trying to, cause you know, Lisa doesn't sit still and she's in that room and all that stuff. So, well, well that's uh, another again, thing. They, <laughs> this that
1: this lady came in with all these toys. So that huge. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like distractions. They, yeah. I mean, that's really all you can do. You just try and keep, cause they can't move because of all the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the stuff, but no, it, yeah, it's, it was a scary, uh, couple of hours. Um, but man, she was just breathing. Like, so d- I didn't even notice it at first. Cause I'm a dad Um, and my wife picked up on it. And then it was just like, Holy shit. We had that one of those moments and they, they just, they took really good care of her. So, but nonetheless, Jared is in Orlando with our coverage right now. I'm hopeful that um, she's going to turn the, she already has turned the corner. I'm hopeful that I can get down there um, here in a couple of days to, bring more coverage to cause we have all these great bull sponsors we've committed to covering this game, covering the hell out of it. Uh Carl Chevrolet of course, our friends at Fairway, Graphite Construction Group, Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson Uh, and I I think I already mentioned her friends at fairway. So thank you very much to, to all of them for, for doing that. And, um, so Jared is down there and he's done a really good job. Actually. He has absolutely crushed it thus far. And man, he had like, um, Iowa clinic is a sponsor too. I'll talk about them. I didn't forget about them. I have to promote them later in the program. Um, Jared had like six new stories today from the coordinator sessions. Uh, so I, th- I actually thought decent stuff. I, I Iowa State's co- coordinators are – I love both of the guys. They're not great quotes on a podium. Agreed. They're great Agreed. quotes off. Like the, like when you guys get them for Radio Network and stuff like that, they're very insightful. D- these are just not guys who like to talk in front of TV cameras and stuff like that. But I, I don't know, Bloom. I, I thought today was fairly – Insightful. I have not got a chance to watch Clemson yet. I will do that before I go to bed tonight. I just I, – I, I, this game to me just is like a total toss-up. Like I, I have no idea what to expect from it. I thought I did. I thought last week I had Clemson by 10. Um, now it's like uh, it's a total toss-up to me. I don't know. Did you learn anything today? Not not really other than the respect everybody has for Brock Purdy,
0: which it's, it's – again, we've had this conversation probably – 10 times on this podcast, sometimes we get lost in the Purdy stuff because he's been around forever. And anybody that's around for forever, you start to, you know, you start to see things like, Oh, I could treat this and that, but man, the respect Clemson had for him and how he just keeps Iowa state in, in every game. And it's like, well, yeah, you're you're right. Brock literally single handedly at times this year, kept Iowa state Mm -hmm. in games that probably could have gotten away pretty easily. And so I I guess with that said, I think with 15 on the field and Purdy, you got a shot. You know, without Hall, uh, with everything else going on in this game, I think Purdy will be determined to put on a show. I mean, it, it, it'll help him probably at the next level a little bit. I mean, if you That's good if point. you put up numbers, if you put up numbers against a Clemson defense full of NFL guys, now they might be young; point. they're yeah. not NFL guys yet, but they might be down the road. Then uh, you start to you know notice them. And Brock hasn't got a lot of pub this year, no. so I think this is one last time for him. To kind of show out on a national stage, I would say it's going to be the only game in town in that time slot. And so I think a lot will come down wow. to Purdy and how he performs on uh, Wednesday. It's funny you said that because,
1: I mean, really, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm pulling up the bull schedule with what we have left. If you take out the New Year's Six and the playoff, like this might be the best game left, the most premier matchup. Am I. Over uh, yeah, Iowa I mean, you, State here? Oklahoma and Oregon's nice. But, the, but you got...
0: <laughs> you got Who knows who's going to be
1: available? Stoops makes that exciting to me. I think Oklahoma, that's one of my favorite plays because I think Stoops is going to... He's pushing the chips all in. I'm not really particularly sure how excited Oregon is to be there. But
0: um, I, I think this game's more intriguing than uh, Baylor, Mississippi.
1: Oh, I do too. I... I I, and I, I think it'll be get a better number, too. I, I don't know where mm-hmm. the time slot is. Just the Clemson draw, and I, I'm going to write about this. Nobody's crapped on bowl games more in the last two weeks than me. This is a big game for Iowa State football, I think, though. I, 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 could, I, I, I can paint that picture, and I'm going to attempt to. This would be a huge win for a lot of the reasons we just laid out.
0: No question. No question. It's still Clemson. It's yeah. still Clemson trying to win 10 games for the 10th straight year. I mean, that's incredible. They've won 10 games every year since 2012, which is just insanity. The track record that, that the Tigers have had. Iowa State, the win over, and I, and I screwed up a couple weeks ago. People reminded me. The best bowl win in Iowa State history was the Fiesta Bowl last yes, year. Yes, no doubt. No question. And it still would be. But this would be two pretty clearly, in my opinion. Uh, and, and and you do this now you do that in back-to-back years and you been beat a, beat a name program like Clemson on national television ESPN only game you, a lot of people be watching this game it's kind of a weird start time you know 545 eastern but that turns some heads and gets Iowa state some notoriety and it then builds on you know okay you did this one year can you do it two years in a row and then i think it also tells the story for what's next for Iowa state and that's the that's the great thing we'll we'll see a little bit in this game. We talked a, bit, a lot about it, Chris, in our bolt special, which was awesome. Kudos yeah, to go, Ben Brun. That was a great that. conversation. Yep. But this is not only it's a legacy game for the seniors like Purdy, who I think will play great, but also for these young guys to step up for the first time and and show the world that Iowa State's not just this one trip <laughs> pony when all this class leaves along with Hall, that it's gonna be it, and Iowa State becomes just a you know an also ran again. This is the time for Iowa State to show the depth of this program. And I don't know if you saw it, but in the videos that Cyclone Football put out yesterday when they got to Orlando, on the back of the shirts that everybody was wearing was, we are still here. And it's kind of a a couple things. One, it's a Campbell, hey, I'm not going to take that job like everybody thought I was going to take that job. But also, Iowa State football is not going anywhere after all these guys leave. Iowa State's still going to be there, and this is a, a stepping-off point for this young group, a Jarell Brock, the safeties, the corners, the receivers, to show the world that even when this great senior class leaves and they've been the best in Iowa State history, there's still something to build on. So this is an important game. It's a huge game for Iowa State to step into 2022. What are we uh, – we're
1: watering the – um, watering the bamboo. Watering the bamboo. Is da- I'm looking for. it That's what I, I just told my wife today. I was like, I just want to get down for the Dabo press conference. I don't really care about the game. I want to watch Dabo and Campbell, and that that's about it. And then I'll then I I'm fine. I'll just I'll, Talk I'll about fly back and watch it on TV. But I, I want to watch Dabo and Campbell. That that's my big thing. Really, a star-studded two, coaching matchup, though. Really, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, you've yeah. got two
0: of the probably top ten in the country. I, I would so. say yeah. by by most metrics, but two opposite personalities. Yeah. Uh, so, but they like but, each but other also, a lot. Yeah. Mutual respect too. Yeah. So it, yeah. it'll be. I, I mean, I think this game will get. I'm curious to the TV crew is going to be. I haven't seen that yet, but I think it'll get a solid attention throughout. Hold on, I can and, pull uh, up. It, Excited to see how Iowa State performs. Iowa State is going to be ready to play. I mean, there's no question. Um, you know, sure, you don't have Hall, but I was, this is a big game for Iowa State. And, you know, a win here gets you eight wins again and uh, can really roll things into 2022.
1: All right, we've got David Pash. Yeah. Dusty Devorchik, and yes. Tom Luganbill. That is a... That is a really, really good crew. It's a solid B+. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's not like your A, because those are all in their sets. But that's a good spot. That's a good one. Here's a hot take, hot, hot uh, play-by-play take. I like
0: Dusty Dvorak a lot, too, by the way. His show, ESPN Radio, is really good in the morning. I always enjoy listening to him. Smart guy. Former Oklahoma defensive lineman. But I think Pash is a better play-by-play guy. And I don't think it's close than uh, uh, Fowler. Hmm. Well, that Fowler's fine. Fowler's great at tennis.
1: I don't think he's great at football. Just my personal opinion. Well, you would, you know more about that than than most people. All right. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about bowl games getting canceled. And I, I have a feeling I'm just going to make some people mad, but I just, I have to get it off my chest. I'm anxious to see where this goes. Um, and we do that as we, Thank our friends from the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center, for real. And listen, and I, I'm not a COVID denier. I I have three shots. I've had it. I've had relatives die from it. Like I, like, like, listen, like I'm not. I'm not a COVID denier. I tell you one thing though, uh, before we get into this bull conversation, the Iowa Clinic and their team at Urgent Care in Ankeny has been unreal my family has used this service probably five times in the last month. I'm not kidding. And you go onto their website. It shows you exactly how many patients are waiting. You can reserve your spot online. And then like, if you're like me, like, Oh, I don't really want my kid hanging out in the room with all these people who are like coughing and stuff. Um, they'll just call you. You don't even, and you just walk right in. Like it, it's an unbelievable service they have, obviously in West Des Moines too. But um, I have been blown away by like the again healthcare in general, but the smiles. Nobody's they're they're just slammed uh, because this damn pandemic and everything else is just taking over our country again. Um, but they do it with a smile on their face and man, they're, they they do not get thanked enough. So I want to say thank you to my friends at the Iowa clinic. Um, also want to give a shout out to gravitate gravitate coworking. Uh, our friend, Jeff Wood is really an insightful guy meeting spaces for people who don't really have offices. You can choose your location in Cedar falls the Des Moines Metro or Jefferson, a couple of them in Des Moines. They're opening that one in the East Village as well. But go on to gravitatecoworking.com. You can see all of the different um, spots that they have. There's meeting rooms. There's conference rooms. There's boardrooms. You can even just buy like a rotating desk. I, I, you can, did you know you could sit on a freaking staircase downtown? Did you know that? I did not. It's what called location? the Stairatorium. It's, I believe it's on Locus. Oh, it's an auditorium. Okay. So you can like, you can, you Reserve can rent that space. an auditorium, like for people to go yeah. there and you, you speak to them. Okay. That makes way more sense. Like, who would, who would rent stairs to that? Okay. That makes more sense. None the, go to gravitatecoworking.com and check it out for yourself. Here's my problem with the current testing situation in college football and college basketball, even the NFL to a certain extent. Well, like it's just, it's different everywhere. I, from what I understand, and I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. So I, I know I'm, I'm just yelling. Okay. And, I, and that's, that's a problem. Again, I'm not a COVID denier. I'm not one of those guys. Anybody knows me knows this, but any program in my opinion right now that wants to get out of a bowl game, all they have to do is test their team. Honestly, like if, if these teams want to play, they're going to play. That's my, because you, 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 you work for the university. You have a more, you have a better understanding of this. I was always under the impression that once you got your vaccine and you were asymptomatic, then you weren't going to get tested all the time. That is still true. Unless, unless see does somebody
0: has symptoms. Yeah. I said, asymptomatic. It's, right. Or if you're a contact trace though. Okay. So, so once somebody has yeah, symptoms, that they makes, get tested. Absolutely. And that, that's, and fair. then you got to look at everybody else. Then. Uh, okay. So this happened. It's a great exam. Great exam. Chicago state this week, they had a guy that player test positive on Sunday before the Drake game. They were supposed to play Drake on Sunday. Said, Nope. Oh, shutting it down because we just, we can't, we don't want to, we don't want to risk it to go. They retest everybody on Monday because of the one positive test turns out pretty much everybody else is negative. They played the game against Iowa state on Tuesday and then rescheduled the Drake game for Wednesday because they only had like one or two guys that were out. So, however, however, the chances of that happening, I am guessing with the way this variance was the Omicron variance is spreading. I agree with you to the, it is going to be present. There was a study done I believe by the university of Washington hospital system, they tested every, every patient that came in in the last week in the Seattle area And the asymptomatic asymptomatic positive, uh, COVID test was close to 10% of just everybody. These people didn't have symptoms at all. And this is everybody. My point is I'm guessing college football teams would be pretty similar right now. I bet if you test yeah,
1: everybody, that's what I'm saying.
0: You're going to run into a handful, no matter what team it is, no matter their vaccination status, no matter anything. But the way the rules read, is it reads right now, if you're vaccinated and you don't have symptoms, you don't have to test. Iowa State has not tested a a uh, asymptomatic vaccinated player all fall uh, for that same reason. So. From what I understand, the yeah. Iowa State vaccination rate is quite high. Wasn't that the Therefore, deal with these guys? Not,
1: like, hey, if you yeah. if you get the shot, even if you don't want to, like your your life's going to be a lot better,
0: right? That's that's why they did, that's that's why they put this protocol in. Now, if you're unvaccinated, C Dub, you do have to be tested three days to one day prior to a game. Mm-hmm. So that's that hasn't changed. That's a lot like last year, but no. So to your point, Iowa State probably won't test. Most of their guys before the bowl game because uh, of the what the vaccination status. However, some of these other teams, if maybe they just don't want to play, or hey, let's let's so, just take a run at our guys. Yeah, let's see where we're at. You could shut it down probably pretty quickly. That's my so who shut it down. I mean, yeah, who shut it down? Miami probably has no interest in playing in a bowl game in El Paso, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. That's my point. I, I, I just, I, I it seems like to me th- we just we're constantly moving the goalposts and I understand that like this is a novel virus and we're always learning more and there's new variants like I I hear it from my wife all the time. I, I get it. I understand all of that. But like from what I've read this new variant while it's like what like 300 times more contagious or something like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like it's some some crazy number. But like for these asymptomatic twenty-year-olds, like we're not really. I, I mean, it, they're more contagious and generally, when you have a common cold, right? Not not more contagious, but like they're they'll show symptoms more often than they will with this, from what I've, I've done some reading. But everybody's got different research, so I, I don't, yeah. I'm not. I'm not speaking. I'm not trying to be like an expert here. All I'm saying is I'm looking around and it it seems to me like if you want to get out of games it's not going to be that hard.
0: Well look at look at if the NBA's right? You can play. Yeah. It's it's just gone. It's gone crazy and it's going crazy everywhere and it's going if if it isn't already
1: in Iowa it it oh, will. Hell, it's, it's just here. a matter of time. It's yeah. it's like 73% from what I read today, like 73% of the cases in America are this Omicron or whatever now. I'm
0: just curious
1: how leagues will approach
0: this. So there's two lines of thought here. It's either you get more stringent in testing like it was last year and start to really postpone a lot of these games or you kind of go the less is more route and lessen. Which, But I think it'll be school dependent. If you're looking at college sports, depending on where the campus is, uh, you know, some campuses may test more than others, despite the vaccination
1: status, so this is et cetera. Go right down to our conversation. that we had, it, when this all started. Yeah. So About I think in, in some states, regions. your politics may dictate how much
0: you're testing your, your players potentially. I, you know, I'm not concerned necessarily with the college football playoff, because I think there's motivation to make sure that happens in a way, almost, I, again, I'm not going to say you're going to turn the 10, turn the other cheek and not, not look at the testing, but As the rule states, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to be tested unless you're symptomatic. But I do think college basketball, these next five weeks, Chris, are going to get crazy. We're going to have a lot of these postponed games. And so what the Big 12 decided to do this week, and everyone's going to follow suit, is it used to be a forfeit. If you couldn't play this year, it was considered a forfeit because that was supposed to be the penalty for teams to get vaccinated because if you're vaccinated, you're not going to get this thing. Now it's clear that you can get it. Even if you're vaccinated, therefore they're going to turn these forfeits to a no contest, which means they'll try and reschedule them. So I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting five weeks, and we're going to this will feel a lot like last year. We're going to have games here or there, but the college basketball is not like the NBA where you can just restock the roster, and so you're just going to have games that don't happen for for weeks at a time here. Yeah, no, I, I I just it doesn't look good. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it, college it, campuses going the NFL route and lessening the protocols here. I think they're really, they'll, they'll, I don't, I, do, I mean, I think you got to do, you got to figure out who you're dealing with on campuses. We're going to take away fans. Like, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, you'll, yeah, you will just start to see that. I think that'll be step one, c but I think you'll, you'll see some, some programs just take ten, two weeks off at a
1: time. Well, we'll see. uh, Any conventional wisdom at all will say it's going to get worse, though, after the holiday uh, with all these guys and girls uh, going home and God knows what, going out to the shittily D (laughs) night before Christmas Eve. We've all done that. We've all been there, right? You go to the end of Claire, you have a few too many drinks, you meet up with that old high school honey you haven't seen in a while. That's, ride the horse you save a horse ride a cowboy right cowboy yeah. yeah you know that that's happening and there's gonna be the omicron just flowing yeah i just that's the problem because like i always was kind of just like well now like this sounds really crude and there's people who there's certain people who can't get vaccinated i, I do respect that i but it was always to me like, okay, once we get to a certain point, if you're just choosing not to get vaccinated and you get it, then tough. Well, the problem is, those are the people—not all of them, but a strong majority—are the ones taking up the hospital beds. The people that really, you know, yeah. like and that so there's more That's to real. It. Yeah, there, there's and I I just saw it. So yep. like I I have very sympathy on on all sides of this, and I I just wish that people could have more nuanced conversation about it and not just be total. Dicks about their political affiliation. It yep. just drives me I, crazy. I had a family member wait for seven hours
0: in the ER a couple weeks ago. It's because of, real. I mean, it's just, it's a bad, it's a bad deal. I mean, that's not great for anybody. Uh, but so I think, yeah, I think this is a storyline it'll keep happening. Uh, I don't think Iowa state will be as impacted as others will because of several reasons. I talked about with Jared last week, Iowa state's vaccination status among student athletes is quite high. And as the rule state, unless it's changed by the NCAA, they just simply won't be tested. That's why I have zero concern the Cheez It Bowl is going to happen. It's going to happen mm-hmm. because, as I understand it, Iowa State and Clemson are both
1: Can't under similar philosophies. Can't imagine Clemson's like the Drake of the South <laughs> or the Miami. Yeah, I mean, right. come on. <laughs> so I
0: again, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to make that to sound like. It depends on the state you're in, but I do well, believe, honestly, depending on your university, it has an impact of how sorry. you look at this thing.
1: Go back and listen to our first few quarantine podcasts. It's how this thing started. We, yeah. we, st- we were talking about, like, it's going to come down to your state's political. Right? I mean, it, we're not right about much. We nailed this. I mean, we, we saw this before. Remember, we were like, oh, we're all in this together. Bullshit. We were never <laughs> in it together. All it took was for one person to draw a line and then everybody hates each other again. That's how this world works.
0: We're we're nearing two years on this podcast, which is also two two year of the uh, pandemic.
1: That's really sad that we're still talking about this. And it's really, 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 really sad. But hey, man, we're still playing for all the Cheez-Its on Wednesday regardless. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll lower my mask with pride to eat those (laughs) Cheez-Its. Wednesday or whenever. All right. Uh, This is what happens. This is what happens when you coop me up. I've been cooped up for way too long. I need to get out. I mean, I think people understand my friend. Um, Okay. Last thing before we go. It's it's funny that this is like an afterthought. It's not an afterthought, but Iowa State will have a top 10 basketball game against Baylor coming up on New Year's Day. Um, Iowa State now. Seventh in adjusted defense via Ken Palm. I'm assuming they're going to be ranked eighth eighth on Monday. Uh, Maybe by the time many of you are listening to this. Baylor right now, uh, the number one team in the country. Two on Ken Palm. Five on offense. Four on defense. It is going to be a freaking war on uh, next Saturday. I can't keep my day straight. Uh, But, Bloom, that will be... The only disappointing factor is no students... But I, I've been to games like this. Um, this will, you won't be able to tell much of a difference. Like the, the people who are going to be at this game with the ticket prices, the way that they're they're trending, uh, you're going to, the only people who are going are the ones who are going to be engaged, right? Like this is going to be an epic atmosphere. Yeah, it's going to be electric. Uh, and so
0: we found the number, the, the ESPN people sent it to us for the our last broadcast. This is just going to be the fifth time that there have been two teams at 12 and 0 or better play a game ever in the last 40 years. Wow. Think about that. Fifth time in the that's last incredible. 40 years, two teams 12 and 0 or better have played a basketball game. So it's really somewhat of a disservice. This is on ESPNU, honestly, but that's, uh, you know, Oh my God. is it on, really?
1: <laughs> it's on ESPNU. They can't pivot out of that. No, Why, they, they didn't. That's incredible. I don't know
0: what you what else the competition oh, is. Stuart Mandel is going
1: to be licking his chops when he sees that number. Well, right, right.
0: But you got a top ten game. I mean, there have I This is the the last top ten game Iowa State played in. A uh, one versus or two top ten teams was actually against Baylor. Really? Well, it was DeAndre Kane, the DeAndre Kane year when Iowa State beat him by fifteen up at Hilton. Wow. Um, Kane boy. had a, like 28, 11, and seven. Was, I mean, magnificent game. But no, to your point, Hilton's going to be jammed. There's, it's already a sellout. Uh, Baylor's so good though. This is, this is going to be fun because I think this is the, you know, the, the, the games against Xavier in, in Memphis and, and Creighton and Iowa were nice tests, but this is like going up to all Madden level, right? Like you got to figure out where you're at. And Baylor has not only been good, it has just been destroying people and, um, they guard so well. I don't know how I have it's going to get points on those guys. It's really a battle to 60 wins the game. Between these two, I think it's just going to be a slugfest. But can't wait to see how Iowa State responds. And the first six and the Big Twelve for Iowa State are really hard, really, really hard. God, uh, and we'll, go, we'll learn a lot. We'll learn a lot. If you can go what, three and three, three and three would be a resounding success. Yeah, bring that on. Like I would, <laughs> I would sign up for that
1: yesterday. I I don't it, know how good tech is. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll eh, I, I want to see. Hard, though. I I know, but like they. Their resume is really not that. The one problem with Ken Palm on December 26th is it, it's pretty back heavy with last year's stuff. Like, I mean, Iowa was yeah. still at number 45 because they were so bad a year ago. And I, I think that Tech's resume doesn't necessarily back at their 19th ranking, but that's just me.
0: That's fair. That's so, so Ken Palm really resets for the current year at about January 20th. Yeah. Is the magic D day for that.
1: He needs um, to update that in my opinion with, with all the portal stuff and the movement. I just think that at some point he needs to change that algorithm to adjust to the times, but that's, what do I I, I I, that's
0: actually probably pretty smart, pretty smart, but tech's still rated. They, they won't be probably when the ratings come out tomorrow. I'm glad I would say gets that game in Hilton that game, you know, Baylor games an, is huge. I would say it's going to be a six to eight point underdog. What does Ken Palm
1: have it right now? Um, 62, 61 tech. Okay. What about, what oh, about Baylor? Uh, 68, 61.
0: Yeah. So seven, there you go. I, I think that give me a split. I'm a happy guy for these next two at Hilton. Like you got, I, you don't yeah, have to win. That, that. No, There's no must win. There's no must win. But I think for this club, if they could split these two, Especially get the tech win. I think you feel much better about okay. We do have the guys to compete with these upper tier teams. Baylor's gonna be good because you lose. I think Texas a winnable
1: game. Yeah, and then yeah. you're staring at Oklahoma on the road. Right, and then two in a row at Oklahoma at Kansas. It's like boy, you get to zero and five really fast. And yes. then Chris yes. Beard and Texas is coming around. Yeah, that's yeah that's what it's yeah. This one's
0: like you got to get it. you got to get one early just to feel better about what you're doing now. I, I say this. I would say it's 12 and 0. Yeah. It's one of the five undefeated teams. I get it, but you got to. I think this is a different caliber opponent. I would say it's going to see in the next two weeks. And I, I can't wait to watch it. I still have no idea what to make of this group. I think they lose to Baylor and beat Tech. That's my, that's I'm for my prediction. It. That's fine. I, I just want I, the, the concern with Baylor is you got to, you can't have you can't have a Jackson state game where you score 47. Okay. I mean, this is the concern you like, And then they had a lull again in the first half against Chicago state. They just, they can't have these six minute stretches where offense is poor. It has to be okay to hang around and then let Hilton do its magic of keeping that game close, get it to the final 10 and let the crowd, you know, chip in and and do what they can. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it. That's a one o'clock tip on uh, Saturday, the
1: first one o'clock. I thought it was noon. Yeah. You, one whatever. o'clock. My, my thing says one o'clock. All right. Whatever. It's going to be nuts. You can look it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be nuts. Don't be the guy to tweet at us and ask us what time the damn game is or what <laughs> channel it's on. What <laughs> channel? Look it up. Google it. <laughs> We're in a great mood tonight. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Bloom. Oh, oh, one quick dad, um, positive dad deal. Got I Cammy, like those. the Nintendo switch. Oh, for Christmas. The uh, Mario Kart game is off the charts, off the charts. <laughs> we played so much freaky Mario Kart on Christmas day. Unbelievable. So we've got it bloom set up on the big screen. So yeah, <laughs> imagine funny. Mario Kart on a 75 um, inch projector HD. And um, so we got the world. We'll, I got more remotes coming so we can do the four pack uh, and just really get after it. Can, it. can my boys come over and absolutely. Okay awesome. I can't wait. That sounds, that sounds delightful. Wow. And it's, it's good too. Cause it gets her off the damn iPad from one electronic to the other, but at least no, like creepers can sniff around you on, on Mario Kart. You know, I don't, I don't trust that internet. Like, you know, (laughs) I understand there's like internet components now, but I don't don't want her on Facebook. You know what I mean? So it's not like she's playing, uh, Call of Duty with, uh, <laughs> with the regulars. No, right? No, she's got Mario Kart and then this game where they you're like a you walk around and you like build your own like city and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's not is
0: she. Like, does she is she got potential to be a gamer. Like, are you?
1: you yeah. Does she have the. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I, so we started like her off attention in span fifty cc grand Prix and she she actually burned through those really quickly. Won okay. them all. So she's okay. she's already up to the 100, and she's she'll get about second or third in every cup at the 100 level. She's six, so that's pretty. Who's good. the
0: character? Who's the character? Who's, she she, do the she likes princess? princess.
1: Yeah, she likes yeah. the princess. Me, I'm a Toad guy. Generally like Toad, Toad or Mario. Bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one I of like those that. two. Strange choice. My wife is always Donkey Kong, which I've never understood because <laughs> <laughs> he's so fat. It like he's it, it's heavy. It feels like you're going slow. But that's I would have had
0: you and uh, Ashley separate.
1: Like I could see her and the toad. No, I like the toad.
0: I'm uh, I'm a I, toad guy. I'm a, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so uh, one more parenting thing for the we got snap tracks. I think you guys got some snap tracks too at the oh, Williams yeah. house for Hell Christmas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, we spent ten hours on that thing today building snap tracks
1: a great for even a three-year-old and above it was fantastic thanks yeah. to uncle ozzy for that purchase good good job oz yeah we, we yeah. did santa claus brought Elise hers and man it how do your dogs do i uh, gotta put them outside when we're playing the Oh, snap okay tracks. Yeah. see dirk's just he gets very into it he just sits there and w- literally like he moves his head with the cars yeah <laughs> It's pretty entertaining. It's a kind of,
0: it's cool, cool technology. They got at SnapTrack. So highly recommend if you're looking for a gift for a three-year-old.
1: We should put the two together. And, oh, now we're talking. And create like a really badass one. Could, we, could complete, or could you like the Bristol Speedway? Although that's really just a circle, so that wouldn't be very hard. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right. That, and that'd be a small one too. It's a short track. All right, Bloom, uh, hopefully I'll see you in Orlando.
0: Put your name on it, my friend, if you can make it, but totally understand if you can't. Gnaw. Prayers and best wishes for Elise. Appreciate
1: you, brother. it's a little more uh, Brooks and Don. We'll, we'll bring it up a notch. We don't need to be all negative.
0: More uh, pods coming up
1: from Orlando. We're going to be eating all sorts of Cheez-Its, just crushing Cheez-Its here in the next couple days. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. They got whiskey,
0: women, music, and smoke. It's where all the cowboy folk go to boot, scoot, boogie. I got a good job, I work hard for my money. When it's quitting time, I hit the door running.